0: Welcome to episode 58 of the Jungle Brothers podcast. It's Joe Worthington. We've got Paul in the house. Hello, people. To your award. Hi. Sorry, Paul, I didn't give you a last name. It's a Photo for the people out there. Guys, um, we recorded, the boys recorded a great episode this week. Uh, we're doubling up because that's how serious we take this shit. Um, we've been probably neglecting the podcast a little bit over the last few weeks, so we're, we're back on track and we're trying to make it work with social distancing measures in place. Um, Our online training thing has really kicked off into a new phase and we are running a super high quality broadcast of classes across the week. So if you are interested, reach out, junglebrothers.com. Get in touch with us and we can talk to you about how you can integrate into the Jungle Brothers tribe and start getting skillful, strong and mobile. Um, Today is a bit of a personal catch up for us guys. Uh, We're going to talk about some of the hurdles and obstacles that we've been facing in our personal lives just over the last sort of month or couple of months um because well god damn it there's been quite a few where do we start it's a good question <laughs> huh? i i get alerted a lot to this i sound a bit echoey too today yeah do maybe you, it's because we're all shut up with the blind shut. Nah, something changed with our settings oh, let me let me play with it all right cool um the one that pops out for me talking to a lot of people lately has been uh like a lack of routine and just kind of that chaos to their schedule how have you guys found that? How have you found that for yourself,
1: T-Bone? Uh, yeah, I think, I think uh, most people have had their routine turned upside down, even people that are still working now. Um, I know for myself it's been, um, been pretty hectic, like the transition. <clears throat> but, yeah, overall I think um, now it's starting to settle a bit, getting into the fourth, fourth week. Is this our fourth week? Third week. End of the third week. No, I think it's the fourth, twenty-third of it March. The, fourth week. Was the Monday,
2: okay, of which we shut the doors. Yes, yeah.
1: <clears throat> so uh, starting to settle into a new reti- routine now, and I think um, settling into that new routine, feeling a little bit uh, lethargic, because the first couple of weeks were just go 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 go, and then the third week was kind of like still in in the mode, and now things are starting to settle. My like the body's starting to go, okay, I just need a little bit more rest. And um, sometimes you can mistake that for just feeling like flat or run down, you know? When, it, when the it's adrenaline's it's kind of run out. Not necessarily that something's come like down.
0: Yeah, right. It's just that you're having a bit of a downturn. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of necessary based on what you're doing.
1: Yeah. Which is not a bad thing. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I,
0: I've, um, yeah, it's funny. I went to bed late on uh, I don't know what night it was, maybe Tuesday night or something. I think I had stuff to do and normally like I would, you know, watch a bit of TV after dinner and then go to bed at the same sort of time, usually around like just before 10.30. And for some reason, I had stuff that I had to get done that night. So, I got back on my computer, but I didn't end up going to bed till like 10 to 12 and I was a fucking mess the next Uh, day. Like it's so funny, right? It's an hour, but it's just that... It's just when you kick yourself out of your routine a little bit and that's my normal bedtime routine. You you kick yourself out of it and you just pay a price. Yeah. I think you only notice that when you get to your 30s and 40s Hmm. because it never used to mean shit to me. (laughs) (laughs) Now it's so important. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I did all the same things as you guys.
2: We were so busy. Um, We were were scrambling and doing what we needed to do. Um, As things started to settle... I took a bit of a, a, a kind of a, a break and mentally, it was like, okay, things are settling. And I, I was out of that routine and speaking to the late nights, I went through some bad late nights where, I, <laughs> and I've got the new baby and, and Tash goes to bed early. And when she goes to bed and I'm left to my own devices, it was, it was just a period where I was, you know, sometimes I'd open the laptop. Um, I was watching Ozark, um, you know, just got into these Netflix episodes. This new series, and it was great. Um, You're doing it, double episodes? Doing double eps. Doing double eps, you know. Dinner, double eps. Um, and then, yeah, just tired day in and day
1: out. And like, it's hard not to do a double episode of that show. Oh. <laughs> Netflix <laughs> has got fucking it. fucking good. You just want more depression. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of comforting knowing someone's going for a shit time than yourself, <laughs> even though it's not real. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and they have that little <laughs> transition that, l- that gives you about five to six seconds to decide whether to. St- to watch it or not, it's like
0: next episode and the little bars going. You're like, <laughs> next episode starts in five, <laughs> yes. four, three. That was one of Netflix's most masterful strokes oh. for their um, for their creation of a new culture of watching shows. I was listening okay. Business Wars podcast, okay, uh, talking about Netflix versus Blockbuster when they yeah. were both in the game of DVDs. All right, but yeah, they that feature actually created what we now know as binge watching. Prior to that feature, we didn't binge watch. Because, well, prior to... could wait a week till it comes out again. Exactly. It was like mm-hmm. the HBO thing. They give you one episode at a time. Whereas Netflix were the first to go, here's the whole season. Yes. And then it was like, hey, next episode's coming up. Don't move. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what about all those technicians wow. and stuff? They would have... Horrible. They, they set a Isn't new that? bar for not running credits. There's no, you know, there's no credit run that No one that way. fuck about no the credits anymore. Hey, just kind of did some deal and they're not there
0: anymore. Credits were, credits were always a fucking a weak effort to give recognition to... the people you know that I, reamed their ass yeah, yeah, out on that right. show. From yeah. us coming... Like, we didn't, even, we didn't even get credited on a lot of shows that we worked on. No, that's we right. fucking did more work than anyone. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it was up to the producer's discretion or whatever it was at the end of the day, whether you got it in or not. So what's your, like, with the, with the routine piece then, what is, it, <clears> what is it that gives you routine? Being that you're now working from home most days... What are the things you do to give you structure? Well, I can say that for
2: me, and um, I would say that I'm not naturally... I'm by far not naturally a, a creature of routine and habit without other... Because you're a Fijian? Because I'm a Fijian, and I, I grew up with a pretty haphazard um, youth where I would put myself to bed whenever I got tired. I'd fall asleep on the couch, and I just had a... I didn't have this you into bed... ...switch off the light type way of growing up. And I can sleep anywhere and I went from house to house all the time. So without... um, Like I learned a lot of structure with my wife Tash... ...and being with her for many years and living with her. But what does give me structure is... um, ...and I've realised it now more than ever... ...is the responsibilities that I have the next day. So now I'm clawing back and I've turned a corner after I hit a, a my low sleeping point where I was going to bed too late... ...and then the other night, I think I spoke to you guys... ...was it Sunday night but my body just went nut and I fell asleep at like eight and had a really big sleep and, and now I'm, I'm, I'm on a good path now but um, structuring my mornings is what helps my evenings. So um, it's it's now, yeah, just trying to set in structure and going back to basics, you know, have a time to wake up and a little routine to do before I go and see my responsibility. So structure is, yeah, making some some solid uh, appointments, whether it's with myself or whether with, it's with someone and bringing back uh, accountability with training with a client and stuff like that, that's what's starting
0: to bring it back for me. Is, uh, I know you do a bit of personal training in the mornings. Is yes. that one of the things that's that one of the brings things. structure? Absolutely, yeah. Gets you up, gets you out of the house. Correct. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Because so. well, that, that's a big part of the thing, right, is that for a lot of people they can kind of get up out of bed and then just walk to their living room or office and start working. And Mm. so you don't go through all of those other uh, layers of structure that we used to have, which were like shower, get dressed, have breakfast, jump in the car or um, walk to the bus stop, go to the workplace, like all those little things. The ritual. Yeah, and they give you like separation. You're now leaving your living space and you're going to your home,
1: you know, to your Mm. workspace. And um, what about you, bro? Well, yeah, same, same thing. Well, we... It's, I think a lot of people now are just struggling with the idea that everything is in the one space. So your training's in the one space, your work's in the one space, your, home, your school, school, your kids' school's in the in the same space. Your um, you're cooking in the same space. You're um, showing affection to your loved ones in the same space. And if you don't separate that space. Uh, in some kind of time slot, then it can be difficult for you to switch from being the boss at work to being you know wife at home to being school parent to be, like to being like school teacher to to parent, which are very different things and then it all merges into one and you 've got all the hats on at the same time and then you just end up dropping dropping balls everywhere yep. You shit to your partner and your kids getting yelled at like a parent when you're supposed to be patient like a teacher and your cooking's fucking mess because you're halfway between a zoom conference or whatever so i think it's um well the best thing for us was to just structure everything out so between this period and this period it was school time and we um have a tiny little room next to the kitchen that leads out uh, to the um decking uh, at the back of our house and we just turned that into schoolroom, and it's really pokey but uh it has good airflow it's got good light, and we put, uh, just put all the schoolwork up on the walls. We get all the toys out, only educational stuff like art and any clay stuff that the kids have made. That just decorates that room, and that's theirs. There's no other objects in there but school stuff. And then for their morning ritual, it's like out of bed, make a bed, um, clean your room, have a, a get changed, brush your teeth, downstairs, eat, play, uh, and then after play, it's into, into schoolwork. And that routine, knowing that they had that, like the night before, just made it so much easier for us to, to actually sit down and, and teach them. But it was also good for us because we knew between that you know, between 9 am and and 10:30, and I had the kids, and my phone was off, and I couldn't do work over that time, not off, off, but on silent. And it then um, it
0: never goes never off, off.
1: Never right? off. Yeah. Oh, and dear. then um, I didn't suggest that. But the attention is on them for that that period. And then after that, I'm off to work. And then when I come home, I know that I'm in dad mode, and, and we're just going to hang out or take kids for a skate or whatever it is. So blocking out those those time slots, and I'm not like that usually. Like, like I'm like Paul, where work dictates my my day, uh, has been a really really big. Uh, role at keeping everything uh, together over the last three weeks. It's been great, and especially for my relationship with my wife, because that's probably the first thing to get put down the list of priorities is just giving your 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 lover the attention that you would usually give them uh, because everything else is taking priority, you know? Oh, shit, school's upside down, can't let education drop. Oh, work's going to turn upside down. Oh, have got to look after... Um, what's happening in the business and then it's like, oh, funds, okay, I've got to get on the, we'll go. Everything just moves up. That, And by the time you sit down with your wife, you're like, it's fucking 10.30 and you're brain dead and, and exhausted. You want to and, watch Ozark. And you don't want to talk about anything. Mm-hmm. You just want to sit down and watch Ozark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, blocking out that time there has, has been really good for us as well. That's such a great point. I really like the sound
0: of um, what you've done with the... With the, um, the classroom for the kids, that sounds super cool. I know yeah. um, with with Hattie at our place, when we have her, because she goes between time with us and time with her dad, um, but there's, I mean, the, the place is pretty big. There's multiple areas where the, where the classroom can take place, but definitely it would make sense to clear it of like, an area Distraction. of distractions. Yeah. yeah, and just make it like this is where you do your... Your study and your crafts and all those things
1: that are relevant to schoolwork. Yeah, we had uh, the, our kids originally in the lounge room, and it there was, there was we did not get anything done. There's just it's just too relative to like Lego fun stuff. And yeah, and yeah everything like play uh, yeah stuff. and cartwheels and everything else that they do in there. So it was just like <laughs> got to get them out. <laughs> it was a one tiny little room. and my wife was like it's too small like it's horrible place and I was like wait till we got it and they don't they only need the desk you know what I mean that's all Mm -hmm. they're kind of using it for so yeah it worked a treat it was great and and also to be able to talk about it the night before like this is what we're going to do and they'll they actually stuck to it like they would call me like we almost skipped the the jump on the trampoline and that was part of their, their their routine for the next day. And I tried to get them onto the desk, and they were like, No, we've got five minutes on the trampoline first. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. And they're like, Yes. <laughs> but then they come in and they're, they're happy to sit down and work, you know? Yeah. And I think as adults, we're the same. Like, if you can have that routine and you, you try and stick to a routine that you had, like, if it means getting up in the morning at the same time, have your shower, have your coffee, uh, go for a walk instead of getting in the car, and then come back home, you know, clothed not in your, in your PJs and sit down and, and do your work, you're going to be more productive. Yeah. You know, and you're setting that time frame. Like I'm working my standard day. I'm not going to go through till fucking 10 p.m. tonight and you'll get more, more shit done over that period of time because you've got your structure back.
0: Yeah, it's so true. I found myself, um, what was I doing yesterday? Um, Misa and I were training in the afternoon and I had uh, on my, like, so, and, and for me, like the train, I train in the afternoons now. I usually do anyways, but that kind of marks the end of my my day or the the productive hours so i'll like i 'll work through the morning through the day, and then once it gets to four thirty five five thirty I go train and then that 's kind of it unless there 's something super pressing um, but I wanted to shoot uh, a couple of videos for instagram and i and i have to I have to put that stuff in my schedule, so I had in my in my diary, I was like i 've got to shoot a video today, so we went down to I decided we'd go down to the park and train in the afternoon, do some handstands and some kettlebell stuff and whatever. So we went down to the park and, you know, she was doing her workout. I was doing a different thing. We're both just kind of warming up, training, having a chat. But then somewhere in in that mix, I decided I wanted to shoot my Instagram video. And of course, when you try to do two things, so I'm trying to train and hang out with my partner, um, but I'm also then trying to create some content. um, I start doing a shit job of all of them. So... All of a sudden, I'm fucking around with my phone and it's like 15 minutes where I'm not training and I'm still (laughs) in my warm-up. And we had been conversing, but I was no longer conversing because I'm now focused on my phone and trying to shoot this video. And, you know, it wasn't... Mies didn't get upset or anything, but she did say to me... She had been saying something and I just didn't respond because I was in my own head. And then she's like... I can't remember what she said, but it was like, oh, are you not talking to me anymore? <laughs> Something like that. And I was like, oh, fuck, I've blown it. Like, not blown it, like she didn't mind, right? Drop the,
1: all the, yeah, all the I balls. Just, I was
0: like, why am I, why am I trying to do mm. two, two or three things right now? I know better than that. And I know that I should just put the content off till tomorrow or like ask Mesa to like engage her in the process. Mm. But really, I'm here to do a different thing and that's train and spend time with the girl I love. Um, so I, it, it's so easy to... It's so easy to fuck up on that, Mm. even when you know it, right?
1: Yeah. And I think the, your personalities, like we all have different personalities, Uh, not, you know, some of us more than others, but.
2: I got multiple, bro.
1: Yeah. Some people have very (laughs) different personalities. Like they have to go to work and be like the fucking, uh, you know, the, be a cop or something like that. And then they could come home and be a mum. And then they got to, you know, when you're shifting between those hats, you're, you're a different, different person. You know, mm-hmm. and the way, if you mold that all into one space, people are going to freak out. You know, they're going to be like, oh, fuck, fuck's going on. It happens with... all the time, I think. You know? I think it's a
2: big reason why, you know, a lot of relationships can break down. Yeah, you bring, you your,
1: bring in your home work work you, home with or you. Or your work. You hear that all mar- the time.
2: Yeah, your work kind of values and stuff back at home. And there's like a kind of disparity between the expectations of the two. And now I, it's I personally all in used there. to do that all the time. Yeah. And I, I had to work at not bringing like a film type technician. Uh, yeah. Imagine just, being just in just the military kind of regime back at home. It was like, Oh, I, yeah, I used to uh, hate myself for it. And then I had to kind of
0: just stop doing it. Like trying to get projects organized. You clean this, I'll do this. Like, yeah.
2: Yeah. It was more just an attitude. Yeah. That like yeah. shit wasn't smooth and it wasn't happening. And there was yeah. an, an anticipation in what was happening. But <laughs> it was like, dude, that's, it, it's actually just life. He's going to chill out a bit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, but yeah um well now it's all in the one space yeah yeah so you don't have those visual cues mm, to mm. just and 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 that those environmental cues to to bring you to to put parameters into them yeah mm. so you mm. gotta you gotta try and switch in and out of these headspaces mm-hmm. without all the 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 help that you'd usually get the car drive and the radio station and all this stuff that gives you those 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 parameters and now it's just like okay, I gotta fucking have the discipline. You're fabricated to, in your head. Yeah. To do it yourself and go, okay, I've got to fuck shut this laptop, turn that phone onto silent and then focus solely on my kids now. And it's hard because your mind's still going, fuck, I got this, I gotta do that, I gotta do that. Oh, I've got to call this person. Shit, I should put that down on my diary so I don't forget. And then, you know, a minute later, just like what happened with you uh and me, says you someone will say, Hello, you know, like you, did you hear anything? Did you just hear what I said? Like, my kids do that to me. They click the fingers in front of my face. Hey, dad, 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 dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. Has anyone had any, like, domestics yet? Uh, Our I've had, relationship
0: knows no domestics
1: at this right. point. He's yeah. oh, still there. <laughs> <laughs> that's cute. It's that's quite a long time. Is cute. <laughs> we've had tears
2: you know for sure it wasn't domestics but it's tough because well i'm in a a little different situation in that we have a small baby as well so the the whole scenario with the COVID and the being at home yeah it's just a little different and I, i like we're in a good place now but initially you know it's really hard we got um the initial weeks where we were really busy so it was like shit was happening we had to put more time and focus into here ...to stop the boat from leaking and, and what not. Um, meanwhile, at the same time, the kids came home for homeschooling. So more work for Tash and the household and Kate and whatnot. And then throw into the mix... Um, ...as rational and smart and intelligent a person Tash is... ...when you're fatigued from not sleeping... ...from getting up and feeding a baby... ...it doesn't matter what you know or how smart you mm. are. You just cannot... You can't be cool, you know, and yeah. um, so that was a little. That was definitely trying. So not really domestic, but it was it was tough. So that first week when we shut the doors, and then went around to the second week, and it was clear that it wasn't sustainable to in the current balance that we were at. So it was it was less a domestic, but more like a hey, pull your head in. Like we we actually had to stop doing everything and then come together. And we spoke about it. I tell uh, you yeah. And like actually, do what you guys were talking about, which was figuring out what nights I'm going to be home, what days I'm going to be working, and then that took a week spread or so to yeah, yeah to spread that out and then um in terms of like you know being present um and different times for for being at home or, or in work mode at home um yeah i've I've really with the with the young baby and all it's been a blessing covid has brought about you know this gift which is a lot of home time with family and for me i'm really happy because you know lucy's only 14 weeks old or whatever so it's really cool um but yeah i'm just separating that as much as i can and um, yeah when i'm when i'm 100% the phones off i'm i'm there i'm in the kitchen i'm in the i'm with the kids or whatever and just trying to keep that uh, and then the equal respect for what I'm working and that's hard. It's gotten. It's it's hard. You know when you are just upstairs and you can hear tears and you can hear stuff going on, um, but you kind of just know that you know. It's not your time it, slot. It's, it's not my time slot and respectfully, and you know it doesn't matter if they come upstairs and and whatever. But yeah, it's yeah, it's it's trying, but it's 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 getting better.
1: Yeah, yeah. the um the kit the 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 uh, parent. Uh, kitty time I think like on in general has gone up a lot oh, I, yeah. everywhere you could see it we go I was um, in down at maroubra yesterday it was yesterday or the day before and we all the car parks have just turned into the news because they've shut the skate parks down and now all the car parks because they close the car parks get in the beach so now the car parks have just turned into the new skate park. <laughs> i don't know if it's like made any difference <laughs> really so, good. so all the kids are just taking over the car parks and they're all like all the you know from like two up to so sort of like five kind of thing but i've never seen so many like especially dads dads with their kids back on their skateboards you know pushing you know the kids on their bikes i'm like wow look at this and it's like you know three or two p.m but there's just a lot of quality time and don't get me wrong there's families out there that are probably that that are probably better off not seeing certain people more often than <laughs> than others you mm, know mm. and they might might be going for a shitty time um and statistically over periods like this domestic violence usually goes up. like there's a lot of stress on the on the family unit but i think um just from ob- observing my 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 own neighborhood the neighborhood that i'm in there's been a lot more uh, parent uh, and kitty time like quality time and you can see they're not on their phones like used to go to the park and you just watch a mum or a dad just stand there staring at the phone for the whole fucking duration that the kids were down there while they were like standing on a scooter watching the other kids go around in the in the in the fucking skate park and what the fuck are you even doing here, you know? Yeah. It's like taking the dog for a walk. Mm-hmm. But now it's not. It's even not disrespectful when you're taking a dog for a it's walk d- d- that, right? D- d- yeah, <laughs> yeah, fucking A. <laughs> <I. laughs> but, but
0: again, I mean, that's that. It's probably that thing where it's like that um, the work life is integrated and it's like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll take you down to the park. Yeah. But I'm just going to do some emailing because yeah. I'm fucking under the pump here. Yeah, And, you, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm guessing most of those cats would have the best intentions, but you just get caught out. Yeah Like we all do
1: Yeah so it was It was actually really nice To see So many parents Engaging with their kids Uh, And I was speaking To another guy down there Who's another uh, One of my sons um, uh, Father of one of my son's uh, Friends from his daycare And uh, he was He he turned around and he goes Man there's going to be some Fucking really good uh, Skaters and surfers Come out the back end Of of COVID Because they're actually (laughs) Getting taught By their parents now Instead of Sent off on their own. Just picking it up on yeah. the fly. Yeah, yeah. Or trying to pick it up on, the, on their own. So it was good. It was nice to, to see. actually.
0: That would be interesting to see. Um, like, you know, there's a lot of talk at the moment on how, uh, the, how careers and how, um, you know, certain things that require pathways like education and whatnot into certain jobs will be affected because of those journeys having been cut or being cancelled right now. Mm. Um, the, it would be cool to see what or to kind of imagine what the flip side will be like that, like what cool skills will come about because parents now have more time to spend with their kids and yeah. perhaps teach them
1: things they didn't have time to do before. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, I, I think the whole... Coming out the, uh, the other end of this, I don't know, even for us, but I mean, business will be, de- will be getting... will be different... Because all of the the technology that we're using now is going through this accelerated evolution phase. I mean, watching even Zoom at the moment change on a daily basis, you know? There's an upgrade every fucking, an update every time I turn it on. So I think a lot of officers will be like, well, you know what? This is actually working well for us. Let's keep a little bit of this uh, keep a little bit of this going and and, and keep save the downsizing. On, save and, on rent. Yeah, and maybe spend a little bit more time with my family now and we're still making good progress. You know, it would be nice to to, to think that there could be a lot of positives that come out of the back end of it, you know, on, on a number of different levels, social levels, economic levels, you know. I'm thinking of three day a three-day week here. Ooh, what do you think I was thinking? Damn. There was a study in... Um, <laughs> I fucking love Spain? that. Oh, no, it was an English company that... Um, that enforced a four day work week within their company. And they were a real estate company. I think it was real estate, something where you'd think you'd be open every day. Oh no, uh, it was a, um, it was a uh, marketing company and they were closed uh, every Wednesday and Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. But nobody worked on those days and their pro- productivity levels went like through the roof. Yeah, right. Yeah, The whole company just became very, very productive. And this woman was giving speeches all over Europe and um, uh, a lot of businesses are like, oh, I'd love to do that, but just can't. Um, but yeah, it was interesting to see that there's, there's a lot of different structures that work out there that probably work a lot better than the ones we're using now, but because we're just indoctrinated into them and, and then it's, and it, and it's cultural to be oh, four, you know working a four-day week. It's almost like... It's a bit lazy, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you almost, you would almost feel a bit guilty doing that, you know, running your own business kind of thing. But I think it would be a great thing to work towards, you know. Yeah, I just agree more, more more time for the people that matter in your life, and I think um, that it makes total sense that having uh, like putting something like that in place or or experimenting with that kind of work structure that it's going to have a, a positive effect on your business.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I you know? think um, I, I'm a big fan of the, yeah, the less days or the less time type thing uh, that we were just talking about, but less a believer in the fact that we're, like, remote is now the way forward. So there's two different things to like, mm. all be working from a different place um, to then spending less time in the same place. I think that you can't replace um, face-to-face collaboration inside rooms. But yeah, i'm I'm all down for for less time spent, and because I see that as, yeah, you could definitely be more productive. But the pe- some people are thinking, oh, we're all going to be remote um, no. potentially, and okay. I, I, I I don't really know what industries will. some will try, and I think, yeah, there will be more people working remote for sure, but there's a lot of things that you won't be able to replace, I believe. And still be as effective and competitive as other com- uh, companies in whatever industries. Yeah. Just because, you know, face-to-face it works.
0: We're all in the same room. I agree, yeah, I agree with that. For I mean, there's... The only people who I think that the remote thing probably works better for is when you... Those people who just do quite, um, quite menial jobs in offices mm. and it sounds like there's just a lot of interruptions from co-workers all the time mm. and it's like... You know, I've got fucking three meetings today, and then so and so wants to come over and have a chat. And whereas it's like half a day from home, and I actually got like more than a full day's worth of work done. Mm. Um, and then I can go in for my meetings later in the week or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, that, that, I mean, you know, even for us, there's certain jobs we do that we know when we come into the gym here where being around other people just gets in the way. Mm. And then there's a lot of things where we need each other. So if, I, you know, I would, that, if there were a mix, some kind of balance, that would be real nice. Yeah. But the, it, it's so tricky, right? Because the whole, our whole work culture has just grown to fill all of the available space and then it swells to take up more space. And that's, that's essentially what – that's how I see work for me. It's like work is what I do all the time unless I carve out time for other things. Yeah. So I carve out like, okay, I got to. Well, obviously I'm going to sleep, or I sleep. I'm going to have meal times. Okay, I'm going to train. I'm going to do a a date night once a week. I'm going to, you know, all these little things that you add in, really work. Just becomes the that fills the emptiness everywhere in between, Um, which is sort of counter to like this idea of kind of I think what you're talking at is like, we would need to change our perspective of it. Yeah. And be like, no, don't work all the time that you can, <clears throat> just work for this amount of time or work to get this amount
2: done. Well, that's how I've had to think about uh, the timeshare now with Tash. And it was literally like it started from that perspective and it was really refreshing um, just to be like, yeah, when can I work? When can I work based yeah. on the responsibilities I have here at home? And, you know, it's it's never that we don't want to spend time at home. Maybe it is for some, but I, you know, I personally love – I. You know, that's why I need to go and work elsewhere... ...like a couple of days a week or go to the park... ...because I can just wake up and hang out with my family all day... ...all morning and it'll just roll into the afternoon. But yeah, I had to take that shift and it was like... ...you know, first it was like evenings. You know, i got to be home for evenings... all evenings, as many as I can. And then it's like, okay... ...and it was a a negotiation of... ...and the calendar to, to add work into this place. Does it work? Add work into that place. So yeah, it was really refreshing it'd be nice to just stay like this
0: it'd be super nice to keep
2: that 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 perspective
0: Mm. dude eating like the all of your meals at home with the fam each like each day it's pretty cool yeah that's been oh um, man yeah i love it it's crazy Mm. it kind of blows me away at how much food you go through Mm. when you're preparing all of your meals yourself yeah you're like holy shit man as a species we require a lot of food a lot our our grocery bills have gone up have they also but you're saving on cafe stuff and like uh, eating out I You'd guess so. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, we definitely are. But our yeah, our shops are bigger. Yeah. Yeah. And then, side note, our cockroaches and ants have increased, even though it's <laughs> winter. <laughs> even more though it's activity. winter, yeah. There's more activity than there was before. And it's usually summertime when they come out. Um there's more food around the house. Well, literally, we have the kids and everyone just eating all day, and the kids. I mean, they're just running around all day, snacking in the cupboards. You know, grabbing stuff Savages Oh mate, make a imagine piece of toast, walk mu- around the house <laughs> <laughs> Get out <laughs> Oh my god yeah.
1: imagine, how much, um, imagine how much people have saved from gambling Imagine being a gambler this time I Well I suppose online. you can still gamble, can't you? Yeah You can still gamble? Online Online That's sure. fucking horrible What a fucking shit thing I mean, I understand the poker tournaments and that kind of stuff But like, can you play a pokey online? Can't play Poké online, can you? Dude, if you can... Like pull the ding-ding-ding-ding-ding. Mate,
2: you can... You, oh, I'm sure illegal. you can. Dude, I'm That's sure you can. Gambling's one of those ones that I, I see no place for it in the world ever.
1: There will always be somewhere. Same with like happens. horses
2: and, and greyhound. Like, and I'm not <sighs> a hater, so but up. when I think about it, I'm just like... I was never like always a hater, but I, I'm just wondering... I feel like it's going to be one of those things like slavery one day when we look back and go... We used fuck? to we used to race those things like, <laughs> and it's there's such a huge it's massive uh, business culture. around it. Big money generates a lot of money and it's jobs and Sports stuff. But man, man imagine what the, where those jobs could go. Like they could go into other ch- I don't know. It's just well, I'm the, the, baffled when I think about it.
1: I I personally know uh, a few people that are addicted to gambling oh, oh, and me too. It has fucking me too. destroyed their lives. Yeah, sure. And supposedly now. Um, obviously the statistics off the top of my head, so quote me on this, but the the, the, the major percentage of gambling reven- revenue comes from like 2% of gamblers. Like 90% of gambling revenue comes from like 2% of gamblers, which is like the idea of that. When you think about it, you're like, what the, that's fucking horrible. Yeah, and I, I don't blame like all, drugs. all the people
2: who gamble. Like it's an addictive thing that you yeah, can get caught drug, in, it's but drug. it's... I just, you know, you've got these government bodies that could probably make more of a change around it. The fucking global pandemic. That's what it is. What's ah, wrong with a bit of a punt, Bit of a punt. Hey? Get <laughs> out of a punt. <laughs> Go down to the doggies. What? My, <laughs> my, my the doggies. yearly gambling <laughs> thing oh, yeah, used like. to be um, two-up. I used to love two-up, <laughs> you know. Yeah.
0: I, I, but, I but remember I haven't playing been it years. Years. like one, one, one year or two years and being in the, the prime of my pub-going kind of life I don't know, maybe like twenty four or something, and just having the best fun, like yeah, it's and the best. being like, I can't wait to play two up again next year. And then I never played it again. <laughs> it was oh. just that one year, and then it's gone.
1: Well, I don't know what I the difference is, but I put five bucks in a pokey once. Is that all? Five bucks, and I pressed the button, and I lost it all. And I was like, oh, I'm fucking doing that again. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> I was I was on the pokey so for like bro. <laughs> it was ridiculous. I was on Even the pokeys the for years. Were shit.
2: But I, like, I was like not. Not heavy. No way, you were, po- you were on pokies. Not, not like how everyone else is. Film industry but I was baller. To, it was literally, f- Now you know when it, when it happened, <laughs> um, film industry literally Back in the Hollywood days. cash, just burned cash. But I remember Gee, when I started, I, no idea. I went up to work on a film in the Gold Coast and I just I, we were living on top of a, like a pub. Um, it's like okay. one of those ones where it's a hotel and, at the, and there's a pub down the bottom. And um, I'd go there and I'd put money in the pokies because I had no one to hang out with. And there was just always around. Like, I always had friends on pokies. I was not the guy that just put heaps of money in the pokie machine. But you'd put $20 in, $20, and you're sitting around. It's kind of like when you got... Social kind of thing. Yeah, it's kind of like cigarettes. Like, I think Social a lot smoking. of... Pokies
0: and cigarettes go together really well. They go together. Well.
2: It's just like, oh, what Social are you doing smoking, smoking a cigarette? Oh, me too. Oh, how about that lighter? I don't know. But when you're young and you don't have as much confidence just to exist and talk about whatever. You know, it's always the pool table. You know, let's play you know, pool. little Common cool. distraction. Yeah, the common distraction. So I used right. to, you know, put yeah. in the twenty here with the guys and whatever. But you know, it's a it's a problem. I don't blame oh, people fuck. who are on it. Well oh, addiction, the, isn't freaking, it? They can
1: reinforce it. Of addiction, the alcohol consumption's gone mm. up a lot. Alcohol hasn't consumption's hasn't been enjoyable apparently. Sumption. And you know, there's been um, this um, correlation between another statistic that I've been analysing lately, and that's your body fat percentage. (laughs) (laughs) Correlation Uh, between the two? I was going to say that I've been analysing. (laughs) (laughs) Keeps bringing up these numbers. I don't know where they're coming from. Well, 87% of all statistics are made up on the spot. Yeah. It's
2: true. 100% no, it's true. Yours. <laughs> I've, I've had an
0: increase of, um, of body fat percentage. It's true. And I've also, until uh, what night was it? So today's Friday. The last two nights, oh no, I had a glass of wine last night. Wednesday and Tuesday night, I didn't have a drink and they were the first two, that, Tuesday was the first night of, of no alcohol. Since lockdown Holy shit I've had one, Just one drink usually Like I'll have one beer Or one glass of wine But every
1: night What do you reckon? Do you think that's a good thing Or a bad thing? I feel I, I think it's a good thing And, I, and I, it's a contentious Like statement But I think One drink a night Over a period When you're going through A much higher levels of stress Like recognising that And using some form of Of like... Stress relief. Stress relief. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's a bad thing. I think it's bad if you're an alcoholic and you go from six beers to a case or something like that or, you know, even like three drinks to six or something like that. But to introduce one over that period of time and then recognise that, okay, you threw it and now you back off it again, probably not a bad thing. No, you're right.
0: I don't... Yeah, like I don't... Um, I don't have any regrets and I don't... It's not like... uh, uh, you know, if someone was telling me that they did that, I'd be like, dude, that's not that bad. Yeah. However, I do know for me um, that that one drink does affect, does affect my mood in the evening and my energy levels and does affect how I sleep. Uh yeah, so in the I, negative. Yeah, it's not good. Well, yeah, like I know like, your moods as well, good or bad. Bad. Like as soon as I it doesn't after put After or in a bad before mood, you
1: have, have the drink?
0: After it just makes me no. tired. Uh, tired. Wine not so much. Interestingly, wine used to affect me quite negatively when I was in my twenties. Now I can have a glass or two and it doesn't. And it's yeah, I'm fine. But if I have a beer, I kind of instantly dip into like a low energy. Yeah.
1: And I really enjoy
0: drinking the beer, but I don't feel good afterwards. I feel a bit kind of irritable and tired. Yeah. Um, and so that's always been an ongoing thing for me. I'm like, ah. as much as I love drinking it, I just don't love how it makes me feel. feel Unless I'm out and maybe I'm having five it's beers. It's very different, isn't it? It's very different. Yeah. Yeah, when you're at home and it's like, you're either engaging, you know, with, with your kid or you're engaging with your partner, it's, you can tell very easily like, why am I not feeling my, myself right now? Mm-hmm. And I know that beer fucks me like that. So no, I, I agree with your statement. However, I was like, for myself, I'm like... This isn't good. I'm going to go back to... I think we, had a, we made a loose arrangement to go back to three nights of drinking a week, which means that maybe... I don't, we might have two drinks on those nights yeah. or whatever, but it just means that there's four three, nights yeah, without clear, alcohol. Clear, and I think that's... Mine. Yeah. That's a good idea. I mean, it's also too for folks listening. Typically, I drink... Th- I would have a drink on three, three nights a week. Yeah. So I'd probably have about... Six to seven drinks a week in total. Yeah. So now I'm having maybe seven to nine. So my my total consumption has increased, mm. and it doesn't sound like a lot for people out there who might do like twenty or thirty,
1: but I think percentage wise, it has an effect. Yeah, that's a that's an increase for sure. Uh, I can't if I if I have one, I'll have another one and then another one, another one. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not an alcoholic. Like it's not my my drug price. of choice You know what I mean Like I don't think, wake up the next day And think fuck I'd like to have another drink tonight Like I've never been uh, Whereas like if I smoke a joint And then I, I, I could smoke a joint Every day And not even think twice about it You know what I mean Like yeah, I would never Yeah, would never, it. Yeah yeah I'm fine with it You know what I mean And I don't Because of that reason So I, I um, But with booze Like if I have one I'll, I'll have I'll have all of it so if there's like a bottle of something in the fridge, as soon as I crack the top of it, I'll just drink it all. So I just don't like dead set. I never, yeah, 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 totally. Right. I don't, and I, because I, I don't know what it is. I think I drink quickly, and then it, I get thirsty, and then I, and I know what I'm doing. Yeah, and and then I just drink another one because it tastes good. I think it's probably <laughs> it's probably got
2: something to do no, with the sugar? Of those
1: yeah, it's a sugar. Yeah, the sugar. Yeah, that's how you treat.
2: Yeah, yeah that's like how a you block of chocolate. Drink. Yeah,
1: like yeah, I am a binge eater when it comes to like chocolate yeah. and ice cream and that stuff. Well. <laughs> yes, yeah. you are. So I have, to, uh, I have to be aware of that. So that's why I can't do a drink. And, like you I don't can't do the one no, drink. No, it's just better that I just don't. And then if I do, then I'll fucking, I'm going for it. You're going <laughs> hard. <laughs>
2: well, look, I, I used to drink a lot and now. I yeah I haven't really increased my drinking since COVID. Oh, maybe I have. I haven't really been counting. I have a a mother-in-law that enjoys a bottle of wine a week. Like you know, sh- we'll open one, have a few glasses, um, and then screw it back up and have the you know the other glasses the next night or something like that. Um, and then on the weekend, I'll have a beer or two. I would like to, and I and I I. I I'd pump myself up like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have a few beers and watch this and that. Cool. I'd like to keep going but I just don't have it in me. I have the beer and then I start to taper off and then I just, you know, I get tired or whatever and I can't keep drinking. Um, otherwise, I, yeah, I guess I binge like when I go out with friends. And uh, after that first week, after the second week that we had here, after we'd shut and we were running around, I was like, oh, when this is all done, I'm going to get really drunk and I had a, a lame attempt at that. Um, via the house party app one, one night. And I was like, it was Friday or Saturday night. I was like, that's it. And I went past and I thought, I'm going to stock my fridge up and just get a case of beer. I always buy six packs and stuff. I'll just have a case of beer sitting around and it'll probably take me three months to drink it. It's still sitting, half of the case is still sitting there. Um, and I bought them um, and then, yeah, I, I drank like four beers that night and then I paid for it. Um, and then I paid for it because I was just tired and felt gross the next morning. just Just lethargic. So I think There's like so go, many good beers Out there now Well I, the don't like any,
0: I don't like any Of the new ones eh Oh really a lot They're of all the, too strong And they have too much flavour Well that's well, the one thing But like the cans on. look really cool cans, Like a yeah, mad right. bottle bro Yeah No
2: but, you, you need to find The good ones I, I decided Because I bought a bottle A case of Peroni's And I've never really Bought Peroni's I know that my favourite Bottle beer Is three sheets From the Lord Nelson And I know that That one works with me And I feel good When I drink it And I don't feel crap The next morning Unless you drink A ton of them so I've, I've re- I know now for sure I'm never buying anything less than that I think. There's three sheets or less three than sheets. three sheets. Three sheets because the prawn is just not man. I can have one yeah. and feel a little bit. So anyway, I think what you were saying about like, you know, the 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 mental relief that uh, a drink can have and being in that social space where you can relax and you're uh, you're not engaging in something that's naughty, but it's a real I don't know what it is about all of the things that come with. Releasing, allowing yourself to be, you know, uh, to enjoy something. Um, I think it's just a the balance there. So like, the drink is fine, uh, like because right now you're trying to do, you're trying to mitigate the mental stress or something and address that by doing this sort of action or the tradition. But when you pass that point and it starts to bring more direct physiological negatives to your body, that's when you kind of just you know, you're, you've tipped it too far in the other direction. So a drink here and there is fine if you don't feel like absolute shit. So I, I, it comes down to how you, how you, you, know, you feel and, and, you know, you've got a good awareness of that so you can gauge that.
0: Yeah, and, you know, potentially I have maybe a hyper-awareness. And, but if that, or, you know, if that's enough to make the process on the whole not quite enjoyable enough for me, then I'm like, oh, well, I should cut the process. Mm. But it doesn't mean somebody else might be like, dude, I have three beers and I feel fine. And the next day I don't notice a thing. And I reckon if I felt like that, then I would do it a lot more often. Mm. I was thinking, you know, like I I do um, Friday nights, typically for Misa and I is uh, burger night. So we'll like order burgers and um, chips and like maybe a chocolate thick shake or something like that. Thicky. And And we often go to, (laughs) we try different places, but I, I, I really like to go to the Burger Project. And get their burgers because they're quality and they're just delicious, whatever. Anyways, um, sometimes at the moment they're closed, right? Or sometimes whatever we decide, let's go to Ribs and Burgers or let's try this other place. Macca's. Mickey D's. <laughs> oh. Nah, Mickey D's just for road trips, yeah. bro. <laughs> and I'm coming to and from the gym. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, the thing, the, the, it's this uh. fucked up thing with thick shakes where I'm like, Uh, I get the thick shake and I'm like, this is a fucking mad thick shake. I'm going to drink this container of like this bucket of ice cream and milk and chocolate sauce (laughs) And and I drink it and it's so pleasurable when I'm like sucking on that straw and then afterwards I just feel like dog shit. And I feel that it's like, especially when it's washing down a burger. Oh man, my guts! Like I'm just like, oh, that wasn't good at all. And then I'm like going to bed that night, and I'm like, oh, I can't do that anymore. And then next Friday, I'm like, let's get burgers and thickies. <laughs> and, it's, and, it's, and you know, like you know that you're gonna pay a price for that for that moment of enjoyment. Mm. And just recently, I was like, hey, I'm I'm fucking pulling the pin on that for a little while because it, it's just. <laughs> it reached a tipping point where I'm like, it's not enjoyable enough for me. Mm. But, but there was a long period of time, and that time will come again, where I'm like, fuck it. If if I feel like shit Tonight. afterwards, it doesn't matter. It's worth it. You know, like yeah, I really, yeah. I enjoy yeah, holds onto the, that the ritual. Times. And I enjoy like leaving the gym and driving to Broadway. And I'm like, oh, I'm getting Bergsy. You know? It's Bergsy night. You know, like all those little cues and that anticipation is quite part of the enjoyment. Yes.
2: And that's the same as growing out of freaking drinking yourself into like oblivion every weekend when you're in your 20s. Eventually, the hangovers is just not worth it. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts too much. You don't recover as well and then you just dip out and then every now and then you have a mate so-and-so and and you're like, oh my God, this is going to be so good and you (laughs) get into it and then you're like hurting for longer than ever before. Uh, It was so not worth it. Yeah.
1: What do you think about um, our black bottle shops being on the – on the, on the list of places of essentials. essentials. Yeah, is that a good thing or a bad thing? It, I,
0: mean, I, I think it's necessary for... Um, um,
1: for the reasons we spoke about.
0: Yeah, for that, but also just for... Uh, what's the word? For like the Keeping the populace like subdued. Added, subdued yeah i think if they if we didn't it's like people would be fucking flipping <laughs> that's out
1: what gonna flipping. imagine if uh if we shut the bottle shops yeah oh, bro. imagine the fucking domestic violence oh my god people Maybe well, that would go up or down yeah <laughs> but there'd be like a like a I, I don't know like a government upheaval well the pubs are Who bottle shops too street now streets? The pub, I'm pretty
2: sure the, pub, the pubs have got some cu- some special license where they can sell groceries and operate like a <laughs> like a like a corner store. <laughs> no way. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't seen. I drove past one. Yeah, and the restaurants beach. can oh, sell yeah, alcohol. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they've they the people can go in and get like carrots and 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 a case of beer from the Warren View. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. It's give me one of those thick shades and fucking cheeseburger. <laughs> 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 That's right. <laughs> um wow. Yeah, just to keep them afloat. But um, yeah. It's funny because it's under the. Banner of essential It's just in that category I don't think they're saying That it's essential That you keep drinking But when you When you think of it As a business It's There's They're run by One to two staff members And they're low risk But I guess You're you're wondering Whether we should be Having These vices Sitting around While people are At home Is it sending The wrong message Uh, Yeah well You know I'm just wondering Yeah uh, uh, Is it essential
0: You know I think it is I actually think it is I mean I think of like I, You know Some of our members I'm sure Listen to this Fucking blowing up At this conversation uh, <laughs> They've but been Jackson, drinking This
2: whole time Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> like mate You know Definitely.
0: Like if you're in a small apartment Say you got like Say you got four kids And say You you know you're fellas at home And you're not used to having him Or you know Say In your space Yeah you're all in each other's space You're trying to homeschool your kids They're not fucking interested Like potentially the only salvation you have each day is a glass of wine when the sun goes down yeah you know and it's like if that was gone or you know for whatever reason it was unavailable i don't know i just you know you still got netflix obviously you got point to
1: look forward to
2: yeah it's a tough (laughs) one you know well well are we talking about shutting the bottle shops for uh, for the for, for health reasons, so it's not spread, and you've got more population going to them. Or are you talking about cutting out alcohol? Because you could shut the bottle
1: shops and still allow Jimmy Brings to go around. Yeah, Jimmy Brings. Yeah. Would be part or some. Well, I know. spoke to my local bottle shop, the right next door to us, and I said, "You, you must be killing it." And he said, "Actually, no, they're not getting um, many people coming through at all." And he said, "Everyone's deciding that they're going to Dan Murphy's, even though Dan Murphy's isn't." Any different in price Which is also really interesting Ah. Like people were getting into that Like I'm going to panic buy buy. Yeah, bulk buy So I'm like Oh, we're going to bulk buy I'll go to Dan Murphy's And bulk buy there Instead of my local Which I thought was really sad I was like That's fucked you know. Well that is sad. It's very sad. But it also, Woolies it again, also it?
0: makes sense because it's Woolies from what I know Dan Murphy's has in like they they just buy on a scale that allows them to bring their prices right down.
1: Yeah, but the prices
0: are still the same. Yeah, I bet they're not though. I bet there's like I bet they got specials and they'd shit. Have specials that, and you, you know the they, cheap shit that you probably wouldn't want to buy. Like they would be now nah, they'd be doing everything they can to make sure that's the, the they place. Can undercut everyone. Yeah. You know? Not like price match pays. guarantees and all that bullshit. So yeah, I mean it's funny, right? Because people will people will tout like support your local business, like make sure you go to your local cafe, keep paying your gym, whatever. But I'm gonna go buy my shit from Dan Murphy's. Yeah. Like for some things we feel really passionately about supporting small beers and then for some we don't. Yeah. You know, and potentially I've, your bottle shop, you might harbor bad feelings towards them anyway, because you've poured fucking Tens of thousands of dollars into the joint. Yeah. You know? I don't know. Maybe there's less loyalty
1: with that particular product. Yeah, and I've been trying to stay away from all these and coals as much as possible. It's actually not that difficult. There's yeah. quite a few other uh, other shops that are open that sell, especially for fresh food. Do you have anything that near you near need them. that you need to go there to get? Oh, uh, you know, just the usual kind of toilet paper and stuff, but that's kind of it. If, yep. you, can if it. you can get it. If you can get it. Yeah. But no, I get all my, all my <coughs> fresh fruit and veg outside of Woolies and Coles, but I always have. And the pricing is usually, you'll find, is better outside of those, those, those uh, the, the bigger supermarkets. Yes, not uh, where I'm better at. Better quality as well.
2: You don't have as many choices over that way? No, mm. I mean price-wise. Oh, really? 100% more variety and more quality. Yeah. But, um, yeah, more but the price is more expensive. Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: more expensive,
2: so, Yeah. Yeah, I don't have – I yeah, we, we, we shop. It, it's pretty convenient for us. We've got like a Coles a – is it Coles? Yeah, right around the corner Well, that's from
1: what us. you pay for, the convenience, just to yeah, go to one place to get everything. I fucking hate Coles. Yep, Every time yep. I go in there, I feel depressed. Oh, it's horrible. Man,
2: the, the fruit section is pretty – the fruit and veg section is just always very repetitive when you go
1: in there. <clears> um, like five different varieties of everything. Yeah, green there, apple. Yeah, one green apple, apple, the, the orange – carrot <laughs> a, the, that one banana variety oranges mm. that yeah and sometimes some of them have a red wax tip on them, tip on them. oh yeah yep. i like that what <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> <laughs> <For> fuck <laughs> that means and then you got and that's kind of it yeah and celery and everything's wrapped in fucking plastic fucking hate that we get we get we a box delivery of fruit and
0: veg each week it's fucking awesome yeah. Mies organises it. I'm very lucky that she does that. But, yeah, fruit and veg and then meats from ethical farmers. Oh, yeah, they're good, those guys. And then I think she usually goes to Aldi to get the other things and then sometimes there's, like, a specific thing you'll go to Woolies for.
2: Yeah, we're a combination. We got Woolies, we got Coles 5 Duck, we got Aldi Leichhardt and next to Aldi Leichhardt is the, is the fruit and veg shop that's really cool that we only just started going to a little bit Um. I, yeah, I want to go there more. I want to go there more. And then um, we were getting a box every two weeks from a friend um, who gets a bulk box and she'll give us a box, like a portion of that box every two weeks. But um, we also do, we got, I've also got Kate who, she'll buy, everyone's shopping a little bit. So we have like a base level of things and then she'll go to this shop. She loves to go to the deli and get bits and
1: pieces. Oh, Yeah. Um, she's good cook too. Oh, she's legendary. So mm-hmm. yeah, we have got multiple sources going. So it's a it's a good time to get onto nutrition when you think about it because there's for, for there's more time at home. A lot yeah. of people are still time poor, mm. but there's more time at home, which means that you can you can you can cook, which is what a lot of people and you're forced to because your local cafe is not open, mm-hmm. so you and can't all, be. Yeah, yeah, that's right. All so, your so favorite takeaways, your really work. Get onto nutrition mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. learn more about food. Buying the right stuff And I think a lot of people Are going to come out of this Way fitter than they went in Yeah I mean, like, Again Like going outside uh, There's so many people Running That probably shouldn't be running <laughs> yeah. But they're running You they're know doing They're doing activity. something <laughs> And then And they put
2: that post up I oh, know It was Theo Oh my god He's so funny What did oh, he say yeah. He said something about COVID And going out And watching people running And looking like Phoebe From Friends <laughs> Yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's so I, I had a ticket at them a few weeks ago that was like running coaches should be like doing fucking uh, airplane drops of flyers across parks, across the state Fuck. to like teach people how to run because <laughs> there's just fucking people out there that shouldn't be doing it. But yeah. it is good
1: that they're doing something. Something, yeah. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot more physical activity going on. It's almost like I feel like this is what it'd be like in a, in, in a communist country a little bit. Everyone out there kind of, yeah, because you don't have space. No around. one's spending any money on any, uh, only on you know, like alcohol and food, and you're not, you know, you're not doing cafes, and people aren't obsessed with making their business get you know, more productive, and there's that, there's none of that business competition kind of thing, and it's true, more but government I mean, obviously, it would be a utopian communist kind of society, but the I'm one not, that's not a real yet one, yet to have been I achieved, mean, yes, <laughs> <laughs> but um. Yeah, it's like, it feels like a little bit like that. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It does, but that's the, and that's that's kind of, I think
0: it's important to acknowledge um, one of the irritating things for a lot of people right now is that that is the life for a lot of people like here in our city and in the world, right, is that their work has gotten a bit quieter, they have more family time. Government can give them some money. Yeah, they can like fight, like there, there's still some stability there. But then there's also people out there who are, who are nothing's changed. They're still working just as hard, just as much, um, you know, maybe... And whatever, they're still got income coming in. I've, been, I've spoken to a few people who are working more than ever and they're like... Just getting reamed. They're crazily under the pump, you yeah. know, particularly people in, so in certain areas of construction. And um, they're like fucked because like friends of theirs and stuff are having more time to spend with their family and whatever, like their counterparts have shifted. But these guys are still doing fucking 16-hour days and still feeling the pressure of business competition and all those Mm. things, you know. And then there's people who's just, who uh, life is falling apart, like their business is crumbling
1: right before Mm -hmm. their eyes. Yeah, you can't do anything about it. don't know how they're
0: going to pay their mortgage or whatever. Like there's, so there's this whole spectrum of... And you live
1: in Wuhan and you're like... Well, they're doing all right. Well... As far yeah. as I know, aren't they? Oh, are they're doing well again? I, I think I think things have all gone back to I saw oh. um oh, yeah, Jiu Jitsu yeah, yeah, yeah. Academies open back, back up, up in Shanghai. No way.
0: Uh, this week. Um and I know I think Wuhan have removed most of their restrictions and oh, the wet markets right. yeah, are yeah, open yeah. once again. Yeah. Yeah. But so like Are they? Or Indonesia Yeah, yeah there's a lot off. of there's a lot of contention over that that the wet markets have been allowed to reopen. I think. For real. Okay. Yeah. I heard
2: uh, there was a second mm-hmm. wave that was surfaced. Or oh, there
0: was a, some cases that came up in China, I Singapore's had a second okay. wave. And they've Singapore. hit, they've gone, like they've taken, Oh, no way. They've eased their restrictions and now their curve has exceeded. What it was. Yeah, the growth that previously. Well,
1: that's probably what we're in danger of going through as well. I mean, it's not spreading fast enough. Like the money, our government's money is going to run out before this pushes through the whole population if we stayed at current restrictions yes so you got to find a way of lifting a little bit of the of the the quarantine and and try and get everyone to just hang out there it's very difficult it's such a tricky fucking How, job. you know have that many people just go you know like opening the beaches again um is a really good example you can go down there and you can swim and you can run and shit but you can't loiter. Oh, mate, this Saturday and Sunday are down. going to be lighter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even like now, I've just like, I went, took my daughter and my son for a surf, and they, and, and it was busy. Like, and people were hanging out. You know, jogging on the spot, chatting with each other. And I'm like, that, that doesn't, <laughs> <laughs> that's not going to stop the virus from jumping from one person to the next. And they're right, you know, in each other's space. And I'm like, mate, as soon as, as soon as this gets busy down here, It's gonna be. Things will ramp up very quickly. Yeah.
2: How's America going? Because I saw a disturbing video. Fine, bro. It's a disturbing video (laughs) yesterday, and it was was big protests and rallies in what Uh, state? I don't know. Oh, bro, the Trump supporters. Yeah. Fuck. You know, and I don't know. I
0: I I haven't had my eyes too closely on it this week, but they've got. I've saw. I saw a thing like they've got medical workers there who are like fucking bleeding publicly for like for help they don't even have like personal protective equipment like they're all contracting the virus they're dropping dead like it's really fucking it's a really horrible situation and then on the flip side of that they've got these like pro-trump supporters who just who are out there telling you can't take away my freedoms i want to work we want to provide for our families yeah but it's not even that it's that it's that rhetoric of the american culture which is our freedom they, yeah. they always go back to the, that Bill of Rights and it's like, you are taking away my freedoms. It's like, wait, what does that even mean? Like, you know what I mean? Taking like away my right to spread yeah, corona. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> what it's, if I want to? It's so fucking full on. And uh, I mean, because it's an election year, right? So Trump is trying to make sure that he's got the support going into that. It's a horrible situation. You got your family over there, No, my, huh?
1: my sister's in New York at the moment, in Manhattan. But um, they're doing okay because... My, my brother-in-law um, is in a job that he can work from home with, and so they only have to leave to get food. But um, my sister said that up until last week, no one had really... Everyone's just continuing on their merry way because they're not getting the support that, uh, that we're getting from, from our government. Like, there's no, there's no timeline. Here, we're going to give you some money. Stay home. Don't work. Elderly going to be looked after for this amount of, there's no real plan. So everyone's just continuing to do what they do. And she'd go to the supermarket and there's like 80 year olds pushing around their trolleys um, because they have to go out and get their food and at whatever time of day, and they've got no mask on and people lining up. But she said this last week, it's just gone real nasty. Like mm. she can't even get in a lift to get into the building. If she goes to get in the lift and the, there'll be a person in there that go, stop. Oh, stop right there! Don't come any closer. Like that Holy kind of shit. stuff. Like yeah, getting into going to shops and people just like freaking the fuck out because I think there's forty thousand dead in America and twenty of them, twenty thousand of those are from New York. So it's like it's, the epicenter.
2: It's like uh, you know, for us from here, looking at how they've reacted to everything, they've been very casual about it and whatnot. Probably because Americans know other Americans really well. Like, uh, they're not like us. You couldn't just give them the rules that we had and and expect that we would somewhat fall in line. And we've had a bit of resistance here, but if you try to impose that, I imagine, because, you know, you could, the stereotype is that the Americans are kind of a little bit more boisterous or pushy. and Wild West. Be if you put that in New York, which is a bit of a, a yeah, it's a, it's a really concentrated population and, and people there mm. are... They're New Yorkers, Wait,
0: you're, and you're yeah, on top
1: of each other. Like they, they would get hard. really nasty.
0: It's true, but but it's also like I mean I think we're, we're we're a pretty I don't know we're a pretty obedient sort of group Australians when it comes to that sort of thing. But when it when the like when the president isn't supporting like these recommendations, mm. like you heard his shit in the beginning. He's like, you know, they're saying that you should be wearing masks out there. Oh, I won't be wearing any it's masks. Fake news. Yeah. Yeah. Like. When the president's saying that shit... Of course people are going to go... Fuck, it's not obviously not a big deal. Like... Mm. Even if people... Those people had a good intent... Like just the leadership is so misguiding. You know? Poor. Not that I think our leadership was immense... Throughout this whole thing. But at least it's very... At least it's now clear. It's like... Mm. Don't fucking go outside. Don't do this. Don't do that. And you're like... Oh, okay. So Mm. most people do the right thing. Mm. Yeah,
2: look, I'm not trying to side with him... But like can you imagine... If you had a population of people... Are not that ob- obedient towards things like that, and you trying to take a strong stance to tell them to abide by these new rules, and then have a lot of people not like push back. Like what I mean is he's pandering a little bit, maybe to the nature that he knows of the people, or, oh, or, the people or, that vote or, for yeah, him. Yeah, I mean, but the
0: trade-off is you become the epicenter of death. Correct. Yeah. Like it's a pretty fucking. <laughs> you know what I mean. He I, I, I yeah, get what you fine. mean. There's he considerations on either on either end of He's that. You've got a bunker of, in
2: a bunker in a bunker on <laughs> an island. <laughs> That's but, fucking uh, brutal. The other
1: problem is like just the the, on the density. Like, you know, I mean, we've all been to New York. Like to stay 1.5 metres away from everyone, like yeah. just going into your unit. Like imagine living in, in some of the really in the poorer areas where... You're just like right on top of each other and every, the, the lift doesn't work and everyone's using the stairs and, man, it's like... Yeah, it's impossible. You, you can, it's impossible. It's impossible. You could not abide by those, those restrictions without some form of government help and that's not you know, coming for them anytime soon. So, yeah, it's a very um, tense environment over there, according to my sis.
0: You know, it's interesting though, like just looking at Sydney is that the epicenters are the more affluent areas. Yeah. The epicenters are the place where people have more space and more means and you know, more yeah. to enjoy. It's like it's the eastern suburbs yes. where, you know,
1: whatever. The privileged. Yeah. Like, yeah, fuck that. Not, I'm, I'm socialising. You're
0: not hearing that it's like, <laughs> you know, parts of town out west where people are doing it a bit tougher, yeah. living on top of each other, where, where that's now, you know, cultivated this massive hotspot. So it's you know it's also interesting attitude wise where that's it, all attitude yeah isn't it it is yeah I'm still going to the beach fuck it <laughs> yeah and fuck <laughs> those guys are gone. I'm gone <laughs> I saw the interviews like
2: a lot of people jogging along the beach and there was people um, there was uh, journalists like pulling them over and getting a quick comment did you see some of those compilations no. oh it's so funny <laughs> I um, saw you Dimitri. can't catch it on the beach. <laughs> People trying to run here. It you know, <laughs> was like all that, just like little snippets
0: back to back. It's just so funny, man. It's in the sun. It you can't can't grow, in the sun. can't grow in the
2: sun. Can't grow in the stop like that. Like, you can't catch it in the water. I saw like okay. So I, I, I saw just, Dimitri
1: on the news. The other night. Dimitri got arrested. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Bondi.
0: Dim- oh, okay. I was just talking
2: about Dimitri from <laughs> He's the
1: gym. up. I think a whole of Bondi is belowing up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Tans are fading everywhere. I've, I've
1: never seen him with a shirt on in my life. Well,
0: I mean. he came out of the he came out of the. Um, out of the cop station this is like the channel 7 thing and the journalist was running up to him and he like saw the journalist and he ripped his shirt off <laughs> <laughs> he's like oh hang on a second let me just get into costume <laughs> oh, I fucking love, love the guy that is awesome <laughs> holy shit like, if they if,
2: filmed him with his shirt on he'd sue them for deafening that's, that's right like, that's <laughs> not he's me like, he's not not,
0: mean, how dare you do that I wanted to go back to um, – because we're coming we're coming towards a uh, closing time, but I thought uh, – we, we touched on the nutrition thing, which is good, and I think that that's a real practical one for people. Um, uh, you know, I run the nutrition chat on Wednesday nights. So I call it the food chat now. And it was really sick this week. We had a mad turnout. Um, they've been going really well, It's and it's just a, a low-key kind of get-together where people can ask any questions about food. And I usually try to bring Thickies. some kind of – Thickies, yeah, people, want, you want to know about thickies, i tell you, thickies. But I bring some kind of topic that I'll, you know, um, riff about that week. But what are like, how do, you, how do you take advantage of the nutrition side of things at this time? What have you guys been doing?
1: Uh, so I return back to our original um, uh, approach to food and that's just buy seasonally, by whole and, and enjoy the process of cooking. Like, it's got to be, uh, it's an art, you know. I'm not exceptionally good at it, but I do enjoy the whole process. I think it's great.
0: How do you, um, how do you, do you go off recipes? Do you cook on the fly or do you try to cook two things a week? Like what's your process?
1: A little bit of both for me. I've got Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and sometimes Friday. Usually is what I try to stick to as my cooking days and the others. Um, and then depending if it gets really busy, I might not do any of those days or I might just do two of them or something like that. But I try to make those days like my passionate cooking days and then there'll usually be leftovers and that kind of stuff. And then there'll be a few days in there that's just kind of recipes that I already know off by heart and they'll be simpler and easier. So I've, when I've got time up my sleeve, I try something new and if I don't, then I'll do something that I know works, that, I, that I'm good at. Go to something kind of easy. The go-tos, yeah. It's good call Yeah
0: How many um, Off the top of your head How many go-to recipes Do you think you have Like I know it's a big question But if you were like oh, I had to like tell you Like What would it be like Five or something Yeah or?
1: five or ten Yeah Somewhere in between there yep. Kind of thing Yeah I'm still Five days a week veggie Two days Meat um, Yep Which I It slipped a bit On the first Two weeks Coming into quarantine But um, I'm back on that now Which is good Yeah Paulie, what's your? You got a bit of a process there.
2: I'm not the cook in my house. Whatever the ladies lay out, yeah, pretty much. And if Tasha's listening to this, she'll be horrified to hear what she just heard come out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I I'm Paul's not... always like, but
0: baby, T doesn't cook. Joey doesn't cook. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> 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 this app will never see the light again. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm the one who posted. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm not. Um, uh, yeah, I'm in a situation where if I if I if I want to be cooking more, I need to muscle my way in a little bit. Oh, not not to... Yeah, I need to be proactive about doing it. But, um, yeah, I'm very blessed in that way. Um, and, you know, Kate's at home as well because she can't work. Um, so she's a, she's a chef for the listeners out there. So she's she's been cooking a fair bit and I've been blessed. She's uh, kind of... She's never really eaten a lot of meat and actually Tash didn't eat a lot of meat. She was a vegetarian for a long time. And they're moving more towards that, and you know we had some conversations about so it. So you don't even have a choice. Oh I, no, I, they, they <laughs> definitely they they de- they lay out choice. Like there's always a, a form of protein no, I mean, yeah, that okay. we'll have in the fridge or something like that. Like there's a couple of steaks and, and whatnot. Um, and then you can always you can always find that. But I'm otherwise, and I, I didn't really think about it until last week. And I was like, holy crap, how much meat did I eat last week? And not a great deal, not a great deal. So there's a lot of soups going on. Um, it's yeah, Kate's just she's, she's cool, all about whole whole food and, and and um vegetables. She just makes something out of nothing. There's a lot of soups and beans going on at the moment. Mm. Yeah, so it's been yeah, it's a little cooler and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been pretty nice. Um, other than that, yeah, just trying not to, to just try not to slip fall off and you know, if you don't bring the bad things in the house, then we can't have them. So I'm not really, you know, I have a chocolate bar every time I fill up the gas, the petrol. You know, but I don't... I don't. What gen- chocolate bar? Me? Well, yeah. that's the fun part, hey. <laughs> you get to choose a chocolate bar every time. You know, it's kind of like every four weeks or something like that. It's a little yeah. ritual. But we don't generally have chocolate around in the fridge. It's not really part of our shopping. Yeah. It, it comes in every now and then. And alcohol actually at home was never a thing for me until I had kids. So we do have like a few drinks lying about, but there's only ever two in the fridge that's cold and... So, yeah, I'm just trying to... I'm pretty much the same as where I was, but less movement. That's my, that's my issue yes, at the moment. Training. Less output. Less output, like just less general movement. Um, and that's just the, the, the coming to the gym, the walking around, coming upstairs, downstairs, doing five warm-ups a day with people. That's, um, that's the thing that I've, I've noticed the most. But the nutrition, Dude, is, I, it's I, okay.
0: I, sorry to cut off. I noticed when I stopped coaching classes... I went from coaching. Was it three evenings a week? Mm. So it was like nine classes, mm. nine class a week or whatever. And when I stopped doing that, my like my weekly the amount of movement I was doing each week dropped. Yeah, the volume just, massively. just dropped massively, yeah, man.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I just feel that that stiffness coming in, and I'm just I think bringing like it back
1: people in. that are fitter and stronger will probably get weaker over this time, and people that <laughs> didn't train at all will get stronger. Yeah, there'll be a bit of a leveling out. Yeah, because the people that obviously have their you know the apparatus and fucking heavy weights and you know the the, the uh, training companions and all of that stuff that you need to kind of push yourself into the next level not for everyone i mean for general but i guess that's all gone now yeah for a lot of people you know it's true whereas for others it's like that didn't do a lot of training They're like oh i got all this time and do five you know, push-ups every and day and i don't want to die of corona so i'm more motivated yeah yeah it's interesting it's a good point mm. hey
0: I thought um, there was a, uh, you know, I've been cooking a few curries lately mm. and I've, I've, I've really enjoyed diving into that as a bit of a food kind of project and it all came about because we were in Sri Lanka mm. and the food was like incredible. God, was, the colour of those curries looked, didn't they looked I didn't have, that was like no filter too. Huh? That was no filter, man. <sighs> yeah, that beetroot curry and shit. But oh, nice. the, the food in Sri Lanka was just amazing. And so I got all inspired and I was like, fuck, I've never understood curries. And um, Misa organised... Uh, it was a really cool thing she did. Um, at one of the places we were staying at, she organised a cooking class for us with uh, you know, with someone there. And it ended up being like their executive chef, and he comes out, and, hello, I'm the executive chef, and I'll be taking you for your cooking class today. Anyway, he showed us how to make some curries, and I learned a few key lessons, and he gave us the recipes, and I was like, I want to make use of this and, and, and play with these recipes when we get back. So... I've been diving into that and it reminded me sort of getting back into it and I was thinking I'd really like to know how to make like one or two curries really well mm. and I remember – you remember when you used to get DVDs back in the day and DVDs had like bonus features? Mm. They always had like these average bonus features but back then there was no content like online and shit so the bonus features were really interesting. I think it was um, – can't remember what the film was. It might have been from Dusk till Dawn, but it was Robert Rodriguez. I love the bonus features. Yeah, and it was uh it was like a cooking a little he's the director, right? Oh, and he's a good yeah. friend of Tarantino. And uh it was a little cooking thing with him and he was like, "Here's how I cook at home." He goes, "I have a, a menu that I've created and it's got five dishes." And he said, "And that that menu lives like uh on my on my table. And when I have a friend coming around or I have a social gathering, I give, the menu, I give the menu to the people before they come and they can choose. And I, what I do is I've practiced every one of those dishes multiple times and I'm really good at cooking five things. And he goes, and so they're my go-to things. So I don't even need to look at the recipe anymore. I just know how to cook them really well. Mm-hmm. And he goes, that's what I would suggest. If you have a trouble with cooking, try and learn five things and cook those things. And so I, it's funny that that popped back into my mind and I was like, this is what I want to do with the curries. I want to learn like one or two and get real good at them. Mm. Um, And that set me on a bit of a path of like going to the Fiji market yesterday and buying some spices and going to make our own curry powder and whatever. But it's why I was quizzing UT on sort of how many things do you actually think you know Mm. to cook off by heart? And I think it's a really cool time if people are looking for a bit of a project or a way to engage with their food, Um, trying to master just a couple of recipes and repeat them week in and week out and, and refine them. I think that's a really cool place to start. Yeah. It kind of allows you to have a bit of fun with it.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what Kate always told me. I had some cooking lessons with her. I've definitely been thinking about it this week. I, 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 this has now inspired me to, to go ahead and put aside time to have cooking lessons with her and pick those dishes. You know that um, So cool. It, written on paper somewhere was my goal to be a curry master by 40. I remember you told me that. Yeah, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm behind, I'll tell you what And
0: Joey's pulling ahead and Joey's pulling ahead You don't want yeah. this white boy becoming the curry master Yeah, bro, but <laughs> my, my, mine's,
2: mine's the curry roti master Dude, so the I rotis are uh, Yeah, that was like, that's, you know I just want to come over to yours right now and eat them all But I need to actually get on to Bro I could cook one if you, if I had to just cook one now You could do one I could go to the shops and cook
0: one, I reckon You know, like, how, how to do More it. or less A good yeah, roti
2: no, no, not roti. I could oh, – no, not roti. Yeah. It's too hard to get that not fucking like an Anzac biscuit <laughs> texture. <laughs> you know, just like discs. But um, no, but like a curry. I could cook a curry if I had to. Ah, uh, yeah, But, right. you know, but there's levels to it for sure. And that's yeah. – it goes deep and I, I want to get into it. So, I mean, it's great. Dude, I love those colours. going to
0: Fiji market yesterday That shop in Newtown – that yeah. was super inspiring so good. there's just so there's just fucking sacks of like everything you can imagine but they got heaps of cool like south american products in there brazilian they got a few brazilian products
2: you can buy roti pans pans yeah all that stuff like that. there was, <laughs> like there that was a there.
0: fijian fella um he, he was wearing his high vis he must have just wrapped up work yeah and uh he was like standing at the counter talking to the woman and the woman was like hey like yelled to someone out the back she's like uh so and so you need to cover and she came back with this fucking sack of carver for the guy. I was okay. like, there you go. He's like, thanks, girls. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's got the right idea. Yeah, yes. In uh,
2: in uh, isolation, fucking earth. Yeah.
1: Are you still sharing the bowl? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're still sharing the bowl. Still aren't sharing I? the bowl though. You can't break. <laughs> you can't break that tradition.
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> too good. He's uh, yeah.
1: sharing the bowl for sure.
0: Fellas, should we wrap it up there? sounds good yeah any closing points <clears throat> anything you want to mention
1: no no for me all clear
0: guys um, thanks for listening today um like i said at the beginning if you uh if you want to know about training and you want to train with us well you can it doesn't matter where you live you can join our gym and we've actually it's been really cool over the last few weeks we've had old members of ours who had moved out of, like interstate or moved overseas who have come back to the gym because they can now Mm. just train virtually. Um, We've had new people that have been following us on Instagram, inquire, and they've joined the gym. Someone from New York. Someone from New York, a jiu-jitsu girl. Mm. Um, I had my mum and sister and my cousin. My uh, my cousin and my sister used to train with us years ago. So uh, anyway, if you're looking for some help, uh, we can help you. Get in touch, junglebrothers.com or find us on Instagram at junglebrothersmovement. Thanks, boys. Good chat. I'll see you guys next week. Thank you. See you. Bye.